Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vernon Glenn. Not sure if F.P. Santangelo or Russell Jackman are going to make it today, but we will have a special guest coming on in the second segment. Speaking of special guest, there he is. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we'll, we'll tell you what his name is. Will Gerard, he's a former pitcher and now director of Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Orange County. You think people out there are just grabbing their cell phones, just oh, Google. Will Google. you'll find them. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. And at each commercial break, we are going to ask a sports trivia question today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, because we uh, started football season, we uh, the, the uh, theme is NFL team nicknames. And it looks yeah. like our friend FP is uh, joining us. And uh, FP, there he is. What's going on, guys? Hey. Good. Hey, we, we believe it or not, we started the uh, the first two minute segment in interlude. So I know, I well, I know, we all got on here about twenty minutes early. But what do they say? If you're if you're ten minutes early, you're you're five minutes late. No, that was no. A nine a.m. podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's, 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 that's true. That's true. Hey, uh, I felt like a young guy. Didn't have any patience. Oh, that's good. That's, that's rich. I like that. All right. When we come back from our break, uh, we're going to reintroduce Will Gerard, a former pitcher and now uh, director of Fellowship of Christian Athletes of Orange County. Um, if we have time, we've got a few th- interesting things. Uh, Nebraska fired its coach after that's a one awesome. and two start. Adios. Holy wow. I mean, you give the guy three games and that's it. Boom, done. Well, it, it, the, the rope was longer than that. I'm sure. I ran out of it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you don't really do that in pros too much, I don't think. But the college, they go, eh, sure, why not? Of course, they, they make big money, especially in Nebraska. All right, stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe. 
where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Attention business coaches or those looking to be a business coach. Imagine finding your annual $12,000 to $50,000 coaching fees before you started coaching your new clients. Darren Stenvold is a marketing strategist and has a proprietary process where he can find any small business owner $100,000 in 45 minutes without spending a dollar on marketing or advertising. If you're looking for a proven system to follow for your coaching, access to proprietary profit acceleration software, DFI group coaching, coaching software, and high-end step-by-step training, this is for you. Accepted, hard-working candidates can expect to earn over $200,000 in their first 12 months if successful. Go to www.impelcoach.com to learn more. The coaching industry is a $100 billion industry, offering high net profits, massive opportunity for growth, and the freedom to work the hours you want from where you want. Go to www.impelcoach.com today. That's impelcoach.com. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vernon Glenn and F.P. Santangelo Jr. I want to introduce our special guest, Will Gerard, who is a former pitcher and now director of Fellowship of Christian Athletes of Orange County. Will, welcome to Sports Econ 101. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh... Give us a little bit of your of your background. Sure, yeah. So my background is in baseball. Um, I played baseball my whole life. Uh, after college, I played four seasons in the independent leagues. And so played for a whole bunch of teams all around the country. It was just constantly on the move, it seemed like. Um, and then shortly after playing, I joined this organization called Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which I had been a volunteer with for a number of years, um, but came on staff in 2020. But, but let me ask you something. Did you? Did you? I, I saw something in your bio about uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Did you get uh, scouted by them, or what? What happened? Yeah, 
So there was a scout for the Cincinnati Reds. His name is Bob Fritz. And um, it was, I graduated college in 2015. And I was, um, you know, just, I didn't get drafted. I was trying to get signed. And there was a scout for the Reds. His name is Bob Fritz. And uh, he signed me uh, to a contract. He was managing at the time in independent league. Oh, and so I uh, went to play for his team uh, out in Kansas, in Topeka, Kansas. That was in 2016. Now, I read your bio, but I don't think the guys did. So tell us kind of what happened, the because the, you had some kind of major thing going on when you were like 16, I think. 16, yeah. So it was a total freak thing. Um, couldn't be predicted, but I had a virus that got into my bloodstream and it paralyzed my heart. And I had a sudden cardiac arrest as a 16-year-old. Um, 16? Yeah. So had no pulse for several minutes um, afterwards doctors said my chances at survival were less than five percent um, totally random thing um, had a couple heart surgeries was told I was never going to play sports again um, you know went from uh, succeeding you know quite a bit in high school and football and baseball to this prospect of never playing a sport again and it was a definitely just a crazy life experience yeah, because you're six. You back then you were six six two thirty. Yeah, yeah. So I was. Yeah, I mean, I was when I was sixteen. I was probably a little shorter. I was probably like six four, okay. as a sixteen year old. But yeah, I mean, but but um, definitely <laughs> my eyes on college sports and um, and yeah, just totally just flipped my world upside down. I was told I was never going to play sports again, um, but just miraculously, really was able to play the following spring, um, was able to, uh, to keep pitching. My cardiologist was okay with that. He was okay with pitching. And so, um, just really thankful, you know, I just, uh, was able to keep pitching and, and went on to do that for another 10, 11 years after that. I got to follow up for that one. I mean, what was it when you, when you're told you, you're not going to be able to do it again, yeah. and then you're on the mound facing a guy and you're what, here comes the 12, six. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, <laughs> How gratifying was it for you to be able to throw balls and strikes, mostly strikes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was amazing. I mean, um, I think for, for me, I was always just very focused uh, on getting back, even though I was told I wasn't, I wasn't going to play. I never really considered that, um, and I was always so I never really, you know, had doubts in my mind. I, I think that even though that was a diagnosis, I never had doubts. Um, but being able to play and then having a little, you know, a little bit of success after that. Um, just, yeah, I mean, there were, there were days where I would just catch myself just looking around and just being like, man, I don't, I don't belong here. I wasn't, you know, wasn't supposed to be here. And here I am, you know, praise God, this is amazing. So at, at what point after the, you know, the bus rides, the, the staying in the flea bag hotel, the, you know, the, the, the lifestyle of playing independent league baseball, at what point did you went, Man, it got to be something else because I uh, I don't see myself pitching at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> you know what's funny is, uh, and I, I was probably I was I was probably um, not realistic in this way, but I, I think my whole life I always felt like I was going to make it to the major leagues, sort of no matter what, um, and uh, bouncing around from team to team, and you know playing in, in certain conditions, I, I still always felt like, Hey, this is just a part of this, this journey. I'm just going to grind through this now and then get there. And then, um, 
ultimately what ended, ended up happening is I had a nerve injury that was uh, nagging me, I guess, for years that I didn't really know about. It was, I was told it was bicep tendonitis. I was told it was a tricep issue. I was told it was all these things. And then it was diagnosed as uh, thoracic outlet syndrome. And at that point, I literally just couldn't pitch anymore. Uh, otherwise, I probably would have kept going. Um, but uh, that was a very clear door out of baseball. Wow. So, well, my question to you is, how did this lead you to become uh, the multi-area director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Like, how did that lead you to this path now? Yeah, great question. So, I had gotten plugged in with FCA um, after my first season of independent ball. And I was a volunteer with FCA Baseball, which is, you know, um, based out of La Mirada in Orange County. And uh, every offseason, I would come back and volunteer. And then when it became very clear that I couldn't pitch anymore, that this nerve injury had just, you know, basically, um, you know, fried everything up here. Um, I felt a very clear calling to ministry. Uh, and it was an organization I've been passionate about for a while. And there were some openings in Orange County. And, um, you know, they, they, uh, they gave me the opportunity to, to serve here and, and um, really thankful for that because, you know, it's a dilemma that a lot of guys have when they stop playing. What do I do next? What do I do now? And so I'm thankful for guys like Ben Orr and Adam Goodman who were here and, and gave me a shot. You're, you're clear. Hey, Will, when you watch, when you watch a game and let's just say, and we, we've seen it a million times, the, uh, the pitcher punches out a guy, wins the game. Maybe it's a no hitter or it just happened on Monday night football a fellow from Stanford, a guy named Kobe Parkinson. He was interviewed after the game, after catching a touchdown, they all say this after the reporter builds them up with a big 30-second question on what their accomplishments, and the first thing out of the mouth is, well, i like to thank the Lord Jesus Christ because without him, I just wouldn't be here. I mean, we go for like 20 seconds, and then they answer the reporter's question. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, I think that's awesome. You know, I think the reality is that apart from God, uh, we would have no purpose in life, and the reality is that uh, there's bad news in this world, and that's that all of us have disobeyed God, and all of us have gone against God and pursued things other than God. Um, and for that, we all are all deserving of God's wrath. But by his grace, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to live the life that we all should have lived and to die in our place so that through repentance of sin and faith in Christ as Lord, we're spared God's wrath and given the free gift of eternal life. And so there's nothing that you could ever be more grateful for than the promise of um, freedom from sin and, and, um, and the gift of eternal life. And so I think that as, as a Christian, that's something that you always keep at the forefront, that even through a hard season, uh, your hope is not in the things of this life necessarily, but your hope is in eternity with the Lord. When all How about this? At the end of a football game, I'll just use that because I, as a sideline reporter in the preseason, you know, you're, you're in charge of like getting a player right after the game. But you got to wait for... 20, 30 guys kneeling down in the center of the field with, with saying a little prayer before they get up and then you get the guy. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's always, there's a lot of distractions in our world, but um, it's what, what we try to keep as a priority, as the main thing and, and pursuing that above all else. Yeah, that one, that one coach just won, um, I, think, I, I think he went to the Supreme Court where he was just yeah. by himself. They went to the field and, and uh, the, you know, everyone was all up in arms and he wasn't asking anybody to come with him or anything. It was just his way of, of uh, thanking God for, for the game and, 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 you know, whatever he's doing there. 
And uh, so it's kind of nice to see that he won that. Hey, we're going to get Tim Tebow got vilified for that. Remember that when he was playing for Florida? There'd be like ISIS of him. He was mic'd up and he would just be chanting all this guy. I mean, he was he was deep, still is deeply religious. But 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 they but I I think the quarter public opinion was this guy's really laying the uh, the, the, the (laughs) yeah. Hey, let's go. To our, we're going to cut to our first commercial trivia question here. All right. Which team's offense was given the nickname Air Coriel during the 1980 NFL season? And, Will, if you know the answer, don't say anything. We're, when we come back, you can answer the question. Talking about NFL nicknames. Which team's offense was given the name Air Coriel during the 1980 NFL season? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with Vernon Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr. Russell Jackman is off, but we have our special guest, Will Gerard. Okay, uh, first trivia question. Which team's offense was given the nickname Air Coriel? I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, during the 1980 NFL season. Vern well, sounds like the only one. Those days, it was the San Diego Superchargers. <laughs> I remember them calling themselves the Superchargers. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, it was it was a song. Yeah, I I can tell you were saying it. Really? <laughs> uh, I mean, I just I, I just remember. Okay, and then uh, okay, here's the here's the obvious uh, follow up to that. Who was their quarterback? I missed the question. You like uh, uh, the uh, the the obvious follow up was who was the quarterback? Oh, Dan Fouts. Of course, yeah. Yeah, they were. Ben Ignatius' uh, own Dan Fouts. Yeah, he. Um, I wonder. Uh, I can't remember. I should have looked this up, but uh, he threw for I don't know, like six hundred thousand yards or something that season. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I mean it was it was a lot. That's what the whole Eric Coriolis because the. Uh, the um, well, was the, every other pass was a deep ball. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good quarterback. Um, all right, so in the, uh, as I say, in the studio, because we're on Zoom, it's close enough in the studio, right? We have Will Gerard from um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And uh, let me see here. I got a question that you, you'd, we asked you for some questions, and, and one of them is, um, when you go on to a campus or lead an FCA event, what, what's your goal? So how do you, how do you approach this? Um, you know, do, do you go right to... Uh, you know, the baseball field or, you know, how, how do you, how do you go to campuses? Yeah. So with FCA, our, our ministry looks different depending on where you are. Um, our mission as an organization is to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. And so we are very relationship heavy, right? We're very much focused on uh, being there for coaches and athletes, um, helping them in their sport, helping coaches lead, helping athletes with all the problems that come up um, in their own lives. Um, But we do a number of things from individual relationships. And so whether that's a staff person that meets with a coach regularly, and if they're in a position to disciple them or lead them, they will. Um, Or if there's maybe a lot younger, um, they might just walk alongside them and support them. We do a lot of different Bible studies with individual teams across Orange County. And then we also do larger events that we call multi-sport huddles. Um, where we'll, we'll be at a school, we'll provide lunch. It's usually like pizza or Chick-fil-A or something like that. And we'll have a speaker, um, gospel presentation. We, we give out Bibles and it's a, it's a really cool thing. A lot of, uh, it's, it's, it's an awesome way to. Let me ask FP this question. So FP, when you're, you're, would your dad ever talk to you? Or, I mean, when you would, you were, um, uh, you, you'd actually go to the locker rooms too, I think, right? But, yeah. Uh, did you ever see, um, Christian athletes in there who, you know, like, you'd know that this person was an athlete, was a Christian, excuse me. 
Yeah, the, I think there's a it's it's really interesting in sports. You have chapel on Sundays. That was a big thing I would see in the in the clubhouse when I was growing up in clubhouses. Like it's chapel. Hey, it's it's like a serious day on Sundays. Like don't go in there. Don't mess around. Like guys are very spiritual this day. So I'd see something like that. But well, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a deep question, so I apologize in advance if this is, like, too open-ended, but what are the positive impacts do you think religion in general has on sports and professional sports in general? Yeah, so, I, you know, I would say that the reality is we, we see the world around us and, and things are falling, right? Things are broken in many different ways, and um, I think when people try to put their hope in uh, their success or their statistics or their contracts um, – they may find temporary joy or contentment in that, but ultimately it's going to be short-lived. Um, and so I think that when we see, there's a lot of good things around us too, right? But, but if we treat those things as ultimate things, we're going to, we're going to be left seeking more. Um, and so I think the, the reality is or, or that, you know, um, what I would say as a Christian is that our, our greatest hope is outside of this life. And we know that um, we're, we're called to, to, sit, to, to serve and to live for God in this life, but we're going to have hard seasons. And ultimately, we know that whether we go 0 for 4 with four strikeouts or, you know, throw three interceptions in, in one game or something like that, that, um, that these times will, will come and go. And, that, uh, and we have peace in knowing that no matter how our lives end up, whether they are, are full of successes or tragedies, well, that ultimately me, all things will be. Let me add to that, because it's not, it's not like grass. You know, a lot of people, I think, they kind of look at like it's a crutch or grasping for straws, because here's the statistic. One out of one people die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's, no, there, there's no cure for that. And if, and if you think of it, it's kind of, again, I'm not trying to be, you know, a downer or anything, but if you just kind of go, okay, well, I, I lived, I, I, I made money, I did this and this, and then I died, and that's it? I mean, it's got to be something. I mean, we, we were created for something. In fact, Bert and I were just talking about this, how uh, I've been an empty, my wife and I have been empty nesters for a little bit, and now he and his wife are empty nesters. And we're talking about if, you know, for the wives who were stay at home and did a lot for the kids, if they don't do something and find some kind of fulfillment, I mean, that's going to be a really depressing thing. Yeah. And so, you know, you, 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 and obviously you want them to, you know, to, to shoot for what they, what, what they want to do. But um, I guess my, my point in, in this is, you know, you look at all these people, like, 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 look at all the rich people who end up committing suicide and you go, I don't get it. They had all the money. Why? You know, because there's no purpose. Right. You gotta, you, have, you gotta have real purpose. So that's yeah. kind of Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I haven't, I've noticed guys that, uh, more spiritual athletes, whether they're Christian or Jewish or uh, Muslim, end up like helping more with charities and they have other programs outside besides, you know, tax breaks and stuff. That's Sports Econ 101. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, but, all the hospitals and stuff like that. I mean, if you yeah, they do really, like, really help out by, by, by Christians. You know? Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest positive impact, at least from my perspective. I see a lot of athletes that are spiritual, whatever their religion is help out more with their community more so than the ones that aren't. So I think that's very cool. And I think that's really neat in sports. So I think that's the connection there. Yeah. Well, for you, the, you know, the guy that's uh, got ability and it just may be spiraling out of control. And then you pull him aside and you go, bro, I've been there. And then yeah. for whatever reason, they had some kind of a know, epiphany or whatever, and it just kind of turned things around for him. And Vern, your, your mic is, is a little low for some reason, but, 
Will, did you hear the question? Yeah. 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 I heard your question. Yeah. So I think the reality is this with sports, right? We're only going to get uh, a scholarship um, or we're only going to get signed um, or we're, and we're only going to play if we do well. Right. So um, that's, that's the test, right? You could have someone who is maybe super moral, but they don't play well. Well, they're not going to play. You could have someone who is just, you know, egregiously doing a bunch of gnarly stuff. And, but if they're really good, they're probably going to play. Right. And so it's, so playing doesn't depend on sort of your, your faith necessarily, or your moral compass or what you do in the community. It depends on how you perform. And so a lot of people's identities get wrapped up in that. And so part of my goal um, in my position now, and I, I did this while I was playing as well, is that, you know, when, when guys are going through a hard time or they're going through a stretch where it's just like, what am I going to do? Um, I think, I think it just, you know, points them closer to the Lord in, in this reality that we can't do things on our own strength. You know, I, I brought this up briefly um, earlier in, in the program, but when I had my cardiac arrest when I was 16, you know, I went from being healthy and strong and looking forward to playing sports in college to, you know, losing 30 pounds and having to go to physical therapy to regain a lot of my abilities and all that stuff again. And I, I learned that apart from God, there was very, very little, if anything, that I could do in my own strength. And I think that a lot of guys realize that at some point. So my goal, whenever I'm around a team, is to um, show that I'm there uh, to support them um, for, their, for the sake of their soul, not necessarily for them to, you know, perform super great, as great as that is. Well, here's the interesting thing. See, okay, you and FP are still kind of young. So, you know, you kind of, in, in one way, you kind of have this invincibility. Like, you know, and we all did that when we were 20s and 30s. <laughs> FP's kind of thinking that, no. Yeah, uh-huh. no but, uh, well, but, but mo- most of us, when we were younger, you know, we, we just felt like, you know, oh, so, you know, just run for miles and play basketball forever and baseball forever. And, and eventually, you know, Father Time catches up with you, you know. Uh, and at some point, you know, but usually it's, you know, for someone who has stayed healthy, um, they might have a long career, you know, like Nolan Ryan or Willie Mays or whatever, but eventually, you know, the body says uh, it's time to give up, you know, yeah, I mean, but again, it's, you, you, unfortunately, you know, learned that perspective earlier because you had a, a, a major health issue that, right. of human beings on earth never uh, experienced. That must have been really scary. Yeah. You know, you know, lose, I mean, you look good, you know, you're you're still sick, you're still six, six, right? Still the same height. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You didn't lose any height, but uh, you definitely don't look 230 pounds, you know, and like you said, you lost like 30 plus pounds, but you know, you don't, how much do you weigh now? Uh, Like 210. Okay, yeah, well, well, that well, when I was in when I was in high school, I was like close to two thirty, and then when I was playing, I was more than that. And then when I stopped playing, um, you know, a lot you can't eat the same, right? When you any any former athlete knows this, you can't eat the same when you're yeah. done playing. So, so just stop lots of people, lots of stop, stop working out as much, obviously, and stop yeah. eating as much, obviously, and so uh, just trying to stay healthy, you know. And I can't, I can't, I can't, hey, Bernie, can you imagine being in the batter's box and seeing a pitcher at 6'6", 230? How, how fast uh, could you throw? Uh, you know, the, the funny thing about the independent leagues is you don't have a lot of radar guns that are, uh, uh, that are on the scoreboard, and so uh, I would say most of the time, 
Um, if, if I ever hit a, a nine, anything in the 90s, I was happy. Of course, you were only 16 at the, well, when that happened. Hey, guys, we have to, sorry, but catch off. We have a second trivia question here. Which team was given the nickname Big Blue Wrecking Crew? And if you don't know, I'll give you a hint. Do you know that one, FP? Oh, okay. <laughs> you shaved your head. All right, stay with us, Sportsica. <laughs> we'll be right back. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Every afternoon, we have vino and vinyl wine tasting. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, once the weather gets a little better, join us for dinner and a movie on site as we've remodeled our location to accommodate our outdoor movie theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds, and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. MountViewHotel.com Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown along with Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and our special guest, Will Gerard. Uh, second trivia question, which team was given the nickname Big Blue Wrecking Crew? Ah. New York Giants. Yes. Yeah. 
Boom. Very good. It was the only I blue team I could think of. I got well, but good. It, and it was uh, in 1986. Uh, so the New York Giants, due to their strong defense, after they won the Super Bowl, boom. So that would have been against the Washington Redskins, I think, or was it Denver? Washington R words. Come on. Yeah. Can't oh, I'm it. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, back then they were the Redskins. Hey, the, the Commanders are one and zero right now. That's pretty cool. They, yeah, that. not bad. Yeah. Not really bad. cool. I was just thinking about everybody on that team can always tell their grandkids like we got the first ever win in Commanders history. That's pretty cool. That's right. Very good. All Tommy. Right. <laughs> so, um, Will, do do. Uh, some famous athletes reach out to you guys, or do you reach out to them? You know, because you, you figure that's how you're going to, you know, um, spread the gospel more uh, is by having the, you know, spreading your brand. Spreading yeah. Your brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's there's tons of, uh, you know, high profile athletes that are involved with FCA across the country. I mean, uh, I know Tim Tebow's always been doing stuff. Um, Case Keenum. Um, those guys, a lot of NFL guys for sure. Uh, locally, Matt Barkley uh, is big for us. So Matt grew up in Orange County, went to modern day, uh, obviously was a Trojan at, at SC and, and now with the Bills. But Matt Barkley's um, a big guy for us. Uh, Drew Tranquil, who's a linebacker for the Chargers. Um, Drew's, Drew's one of our guys as well. Um, Albert Pujols. Um, so lo locally, yeah, some, some of the bigger names in the area um, are a part of our organization in some capacity or another, whether they're speaking at events or helping out. Um, and so that's a, that's a cool thing. Boy, Albert Pujols, hit your wagon to him. He's coming up on 700 home runs. 700 home runs, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because so so like, someone like him, um, I mean, I, maybe I just never followed enough to, to hear that he was a Christian, you know, because he oh, he's deeply religious. Is he, I mean, does he wear it on a sleeve? I mean, like, and again, oh, and absolutely. Oh, does he? Absolutely. Well, okay. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know his whole career, he's been very outspoken being religious. I think his, uh, he has a son that has Down syndrome, I, yeah. I think, and he's been very Christian about uh, like his, his following, his community, his, his outreach, all those oh, things. And right. somebody locally here in the Bay Area is Buster Posey. He's huge with his community and his religion with Christianity. That's cool. Yeah. Now living in Atlanta. Now living in Atlanta. Yeah. So you won't be able to work with them, unfortunately. But no. Yeah. So what do they, they have different chapters? Is that how it works? Well, we, yeah, we have different, you know, so I, I oversee the ministry in Orange County. You know, we have 32 staff here, um, but there's, there's 2,800 FCA staff around the world. We're in over a hundred countries. So it's a, it's a really special thing. And so, I mean, we, we try to be everywhere we can be, you know, as staff. And so there's anywhere you go in the country, you'll, there's, Likely yeah, staff. You're a big territory. I mean, you're. I would think your territory is one of the biggest. I mean, Orange County's got to have a lot of Christian athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a few, especially because there's a lot of guys. Even if they're not from Orange County, they live here in the off season because it's ideal conditions for training. Um, yeah. You know, especially baseball players, but uh, you know, all sorts of athletes, uh, a lot of Olympians, things like that. So, so, so before, well, is it kind of a is it kind of a copycat league? I mean, I'm sure you got seminars where heads of FCAs and other region kind of get together you have conferences whatever and they're like uh, hey man the guy in the, in the in the Charlotte chapter is doing this let's adopt that program yeah there's I think there's great communication across across the country if not the world with uh, what we're doing and and uh, I think the, the main thing is that all of our staff stay focused on the mission before us 
Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, our, our president and CEO, Shane Williamson, I think he's done a really good job of keeping our staff focused, focused on that, but we're always learning from each other. You know, we're all in a position to, to seeking to grow and, and learn to how we can be better and serving in our roles and serving our communities. That's really what it's about. So Bert, you tell, uh, FP wasn't on the air uh, with us just before we came on, we were talking about Napoleon uh, Kaufman. Yeah, uh, Nap Kaufman was a running back for the Oakland Raiders. And when he was playing, he did not like cursing in the locker room, and w w which is, you know, cursing is just, just a part of every everyday dialogue in, in the locker room. But, but he would hear it and he would get upset. He'd be like, hey, man, could, could, could you not curse? It, or at least don't do it around my locker. And, and, and guys would look at him kind of funny. But, but because he was a star running back, I mean, there's really nothing you could say if you were a younger guy. And so he, 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 then, he then went on to, to be very productive for the Raiders. And at almost the, almost the height of his trajectory, he walked away from the game and became a pastor. Wow. Very cool. Oh, wow, that's very noble. Yeah, I'll bet if he was a uh, third-string punter, um, probably wouldn't have had the same impact. I don't know. But that reminds I, me of uh, Phil Rivers. to his house. Uh, but like a, a day or so after he had announced he was going to retire and, and become a pastor. And I, I, and I remember knocking on his door, he opened the door, said, Vern, come on in, uh, kick your shoes off. Cause he had carpets. And, uh, and, and he just, he just sat down and talked about how he, he, uh, he, he thought that he could do more, uh, spreading the word of God. And, um, and that's, that, that's the path that he took. He then returned to the Raiders as the team chaplain. But uh, but he was man. He was I don't want to say Bible thumping, but he was passionate in, in in the sermons that he would deliver. So what we say, well, what we used to say, and I don't know if it's still a thing, but uh, what I've heard in clubhouses they call it God Squad. So yeah, he's part yeah. of God Squad. So that's what that's when somebody's really religious on the team, and it's like a group of people they're God Squad. So um, that's really interesting. That reminds me of Phil Rivers, and I wish when I was growing up in clubhouses that. Uh, Somebody was like that because, unfortunately, I learned a lot of words at a young age and brought them to school and got in trouble for that. So. <laughs> that reminds me of a story that I cannot tell on this show. But, <laughs> but I hear you. That's okay. Well, you know, it's, it's uh, so interesting having Will on here. And one of the topics I was going to bring up was Lamar Jackson rejected a $133 million fully guaranteed contract, it looks like, right? And... Um, I'm thinking, you know, a running quarterback like him, if he gets, he can get hurt in an instant and, you know, poof. So I, I'm just thinking like, Will, you know, do you talk to some of these guys who are making these, the, you know, the big contracts and trying to get perspective with them? Yeah, well, I, I think as, uh, as a Christian, you know, I think the priority is that we're called to be good stewards of all that we are, that all that's entrusted to us and we're called to be generous in our giving because we recognize that all that we have doesn't belong to us, but it belongs to God. And so anything that God entrusts to us, we're called to uh, take care of well. And mm -hmm. so certainly, you know, I mean, it's, it's different across the board, right? Some guys want a big contract or uh, a more comfortable life. And I think that's a very natural tendency. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, there's a lot of guys who think about, hey, if I can accrue great wealth through my sport, I could really make an impact in, in the community and, you know, build, build a, a, a field or, or build churches in, in some area or, 
give back to, to some local churches or something like that. And so um, there's always a mix of motivations, I think, but um, it's always a cool thing to see guys who um, are using the wealth that they've been provided for. Uh, yeah, doesn't, um, isn't Steph Curry like that too? I mean, he's, he's, he, he gives back a lot. Uh, yeah, he might. Yeah. I don't, I don't know a lot about his, his personal giving or anything, but that if he does, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've read uh, an article. Tell me if I'm wrong, Verb, but I think uh, his teammates really like always ask him like, what churches should I go to in this area? And he's the first person to point out, he should go to should try out this church. You should try out this church in this community. Oh, nice. Just that way they get a good footing of their religion here when they get traded to the team where they sign here in the Bay area, which is pretty cool. Yeah, 100% correct. In fact, Curry, he just, he, he even though the Warriors play in San Francisco, he's still really, really prevalent in the Oakland community. He just, he's just, he just provided a whole bunch of meals for kids. That's awesome. But that, that's just, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how he's wired. Very sweet, very sweet. He's a great role model. He really is. The Bay Area got lucky with him. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, let's see. You guys have any more questions um, for uh, Will? Well, where can we find you, Will? I mean, somebody's going to be watching this. Going, man, how can I, how can I get in on this? Is there some, some kind of FCA website or something like that they can hit? Sure. So, if you want to learn more about our, our organization in general, it's just fca.org. Uh, if you want to learn more about what we're doing in Orange County, you can go to ocfca.org. Um, and so, there's info on there about our events and our staff and uh, what we're trying to do. Uh, more with our mission here in Orange County. Then they can get a hold of you directly because you know these things. People, will, you know, right? Yeah. So sometimes I, it goes into a black hole. Sure. Yeah. So I, I don't have uh, I don't have any social media. Just just LinkedIn. Um, but I you know my email is my first initial W last name Gerhard W G E R H A R D at fca.org. So you know I've been saying I think I've been saying Gerard, but it's Gerhard. It's Gerhard. It's, it's, it happens. Yeah, I got to correct me, man. You know, it's like I don't go by Ed, I go by Edward, you know. And you, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll call me this, you know. <laughs> it probably happens so often. Will's just like, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. yeah. Good. It's all good. I, I appreciate it, you know. No, absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, moving on here to a little bit. Uh, I, I have here. So Saudi Arabia uh, leading a joint bid with Egypt and Greece to host the 2030 FIFA World Cup, and they would pay or contribute to Egypt and Greece's infrastructure costs. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of money, yeah. I mean, hey. and then, well, we'll, see, we'll see if money talks, if they're awarded. Yeah. Well, they, they, and they said that if they do it, they're going to do it uh, in the wintertime because uh, the summer in the... Uh, in that area, it's just as severe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, didn't uh, Qatar? Did, did they have it in the winter time? Qatar, Qatar. Oh, excuse me, yeah. Qatar. K yeah, what did I say? Qatar, Qatar. Okay. I think. Da, 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 da. Oh, it's, it, <laughs> it's not with a G. It's with a Q. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so really quickly, we've got just a quick minute. Uh, anyone want to bring up any football news? Oh yeah, well, we I mean, let's, the NFL happened. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the weekend. I mean, the the, the I it, it's clear to me that that the Bills and the Chiefs were the top two powers in the league, and there's a whole lot of contenders that kind of uh, are right behind them: Bucks, Chargers, and then there's some contenders that lost because they're flawed in one way or the other, i.e., Packers, i.e., 49ers. But 
but uh, our folks in the know are convinced that they'll get out of this and that and, and that the week one loss would just be kind of an aberration. What say you guys? Yeah, yeah Go ahead. All right, Edward. I was going to say, just, uh, you know, Trey Lance, he's still young, so you got to give him some time. But go ahead. I, I was just going to say, people are in college football mode, so they think when you lose a game, it's a big deal. But no, week oh, one sure. doesn't mean anything. Well, if, you, hey, if, you're, if you're a high-ranked team, you're going to lose one, lose one now. Exactly. exactly. Unless, you're Scott, unless you're Scott Frost in Nebraska. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like um, – like, Watching some of the games, I mean, at the end, even like uh, I think it was like Russell Wilson uh, last night for Denver, just was like it was sort of like okay, it's, he just sort of gave this attitude, like okay, it's one loss and uh, okay, that's it, we'll just move on. And and it wasn't, you know, I mean, nobody likes to lose, but I, I just appreciate the attitude of, uh, of okay, let's just get focused on the next game. Okay, well, Nebraska's yeah, been off the grid for a long time on the national scope, and uh, the boosters don't like that. Sixteen and thirty-one so since two thousand eighteen. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to fly with Nebraska football. No. All right. Hey, guys, last trivia question. Which team was given the nickname the Cardiac Cats during the 1990s and 2000s? That's our trivia question. Uh, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back with some closing comments. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. 
Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Burton Glenn, F.P. Santana, Jr., our special guest, Will Gerhard, and uh, Russell Jackman just joined us. So I guess we have to do the show all over again. Yes. Yeah, all right. Redo. All right. Re-rack it. Here we yes. go. Third, third trivia question. Which team was given the nickname the Cardiac Cats during the 1990, late 1990s and early 2000s? I thought it was the Bengals, wasn't it? No. No, okay. Gee, you come on the show and you answer the first question wrong. Oh, yeah, okay. no. Cold hey, well, at least he answered the question. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It's the only other cat team. So other cat team. Yeah. Uh, and the reason was because most of their uh, games were decided in the final minute of mm. regulation. Um, remind me, the Cardiac Kids, I, I, who was that, Fern? I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, okay. Well, it was a team. But yeah, because I, I remember the Cardiac Kids, I think for the same reason. So, Will, thank you so much uh, for joining Cleveland us. Browns. It was the Cleveland Browns. They Cleveland, were the Cardiac Cleveland Kids. Browns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. With Bernie Kosar. There we go. All right. Uh, Will, thank you again for uh, being our guest uh, today on Sports Econ 101. Uh, it was uh, quite enlightening. And if you guys are ready, here's our thoughts for the day. What do you call a detective who just solved cases accidentally? Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Oh, and, okay, all right. And uh, now this one's this one's more of just like deep thought. Okay, the first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest, and the first to forget is the happiest. That's some words of wisdom there. Everyone's kind of shaking their head. Yes. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, America. So long. Adios.